Hello, this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 242 of the Sophie Art Podcast which is a little podcast today about the art and things with me co-host little Dennis <laughs> and little Dennis is with us today and we are walking around the graveyard I thought I'd start our adventures in the graveyard because this is a walk and talk where what I do is I just talk about things and well the main thing today is going to be all about stuff like motivation and being on holiday (laughs) so let's get into this one so I thought I'd start in the graveyard and normally Every time I've been in this graveyard, I normally walk around the other way. So I start from the bottom and walk, walk my way up. Well, I was thinking to myself, oh, you can also watch this one as a video if you want on YouTube. At youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson. But what I, know, what I thought to myself was, I don't know if you've ever noticed this. You can walk like the same, let's say... You walk down a certain road and you've walked it a million times in one direction and then the one time you walk in the opposite direction it looks completely different. So it's almost like you're walking the same place but it's different and it reminded me of that film Dead Poets Society where Robin Williams he climbs up on the table and he says about you can see the room from a different perspective. I don't know if you've done that. Sometimes I'll stand on the kitchen, like the worktops in the kitchen, and it's amazing how different everything looks from up high. But for this for this one here, I've got I've got some notes. I'm going to talk about the sky in HD being lazy motivation watching youtube late at night a new tv show 1899 collecting comics and eating well i put eating shit food <laughs> but eating biscuits and chocolate biscuits and things i think little dennis is going to go in my pocket also it's probably gonna hey the moon's up in the sky that's interesting I think that's where I'm going to start. Where is it? I don't know if you've noticed this as well, but the moon, during the day, you can see the moon. And it looks like it's transparent, which is very strange. I'd never been able to get my head around that. And also, I don't quite understand how the moon can be in the sky at the same time as the sun. Because on the other side of the... What does that mean about the other side of the world? Have they not got a moon in sky, a moon in sun? There's a snail up here, climbing on a... um, That's quite... That would make a good little thumbnail, I think, this snail. Because... Snails are sort of quite... You would look... I feel like I would look at snails as being quite lazy. But they're probably not, actually. It takes a lot of effort, I suppose, to be a snail. 
they've got to carry that shell around with them as well. But I'm going to talk about the stars quite a little bit. So these, this walk and talk is going to be very brain dumpy. I'm going to be all over the place, I think. But what happened last night was I was in... Well, I was watching um, YouTube videos quite late at night. And I don't know if you've had this, where you know you shouldn't be doing it, but you just say, oh, one more. Just one more. And then before you know it, it's like two o'clock in the morning. So it was about midnight, and I went into the front room to get some get some water. I looked out the I looked out the glass doors to see if I could see the moon, and the sky. I've never seen it so crystal clear. It was like the sky was in HD, for, and I could see all the stars. And the thing was, I I saw stars I've never seen before. Like little clusters of stars. And the other thing was, you could see all the colours of them as well. So you could see like orange, which I suppose are probably planets. There's an orange one. There's a very prominent orange one, which I suppose is Mars. There's a very prominent blue one. And there's a real light, there's a real big white one. Which I think is that white one I've talked about on the podcast before. What happens is sometimes in the morning when I'm going to work, you can see like this one star on its own. Like with this one big bright white star. I think it's that one and I do wonder whether that's the star that they talk about in the Bible where they were following the star or something but I'm becoming more and more and more convinced that stars are actually souls that when you're looking up at the sky and seeing all those stars you're actually looking at like a, a sea of souls so almost like a river. I look at the sky now as like a river, like full of little, a bit like imagine you've got a load of water with cells in it, in a petri dish. That's what I think the sky is. It's like you're looking at a petri dish of, instead of it being cells, it's actually souls. And I do think it's actually other people's souls, like consciousness. That's what I'm thinking. But the main thing for this podcast is all about being on holiday. Because what I've noticed is, whenever I go on holiday, I become really lazy. And I sort of... I do believe nothing is ever wasted, but I do find myself just sort of wasting a lot of time watching YouTube videos and things. Whereas when I'm at work, it's almost like being at the day job sort of forces you sort of to have structure or something. 
So I'm just starting to wonder whether I'm one of these people who needs... Well, I don't know. Because what happened was, in 2014, I quit my job of 12 years. And I had a whole year where I didn't have to do work or nothing. And during that time, I, I did very little art. Whereas when I was at work, when I, at the time I was doing an eight-hour job, eight, hour, eight hours a day, and yet I did more drawing and stuff during that time than I did when I had the whole day to myself. And there's somebody at art class who's retired, and he said the same thing. Now that he's got all the time in the world, he's actually found himself drawing less than when he was working. <laughs> it's weird, that is. So there is something about, like, the structure of working. I find graveyards beautiful, I do. There's these little um, soldiers in here as well for poppies, which is quite nice. See, now, when I look at the cross... I actually see the grid now. I've talked about this grid on on the podcast before. I got given a grid during an out-of-body experience. And I believe the grid represents the entanglement of opposites. So I'm wondering whether that cross, the church thing, is actually... It's like... It's representing opposites. Like, one of the things is positive, one's negative... Hey, that, this cross here has actually got a, like a sword in it. Ah, I never thought about that. The sword. The sword is also like the shape of a cross, isn't it? Whenever I see a sword, I always think of Lionel from Thundercats. <laughs> With his sword of omens. And also, when I think about the Thundercats now, he goes, he goes sword of omens, give me sight beyond sight. I feel like he was sort of remote viewing. So that sword of omens was actually allowing Lion-O to do remote viewing. That's what I think. I'll tell you what, these, there's, a, there's a wall here, a stone wall, and the, the stone has like created um, this beautiful effect. Looks cool. There's loads of leaves everywhere. It's going to be very soggy around here. I understand. So I'm walking through the park now. So the first thing I was going to say is about laziness. Reggie! Doggies! I'm going to go this way, I think. Oh, there's loads of people in here with doggies. See, the thing is, I get a bit nervous. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get a little bit of a gap. Laziness. I've wondered whether... Well, I feel like laziness is actually contagious. <laughs> I know it's weird. It's almost like... Well, part of it is a habit. I think if you start being lazy, it snowballs into... 
more laziness. Dun, dun, dun. Loads of doggies around here. So what happens is when I'm on holiday, I think what I think what happens is the first day I probably think I'm gonna have a day doing nothing because I'm on holiday, and then before I know it, the whole week is a week of doing nothing. That's the first thing, and then the other thing is, three little doggies, three um, three amigos. Do you like it when dogs are wearing clothes? <laughs> Hello. Oh, I got. I out. Do you do you ever wonder how stones get into your shoes? Nine times out of ten when I'm at work, I'll have a stone in my shoe. Motivation. Motivation is a mind game. That's what I think. Well, I know what's happening. What happens is, the mind says... Because all you got to do is just do it, and that's how you end the motivation. But the mind, for me at least, the mind will just say, "Ah, oh, do it tomorrow or something." But really, you should do it now. Like last night, yeah, it's naughty. It is last night. I went to bed because this is another thing when I'm not working, when I'm on holiday, I go to bed really late, and then what happens is it messes up, it messes up my lucid dreaming practice. It means I'm going to end up either waking up later. Or waking up tired. So for me, the most important thing is going to bed early. And I don't know how to stop myself watching YouTube videos. Again, it's like what I just said about the motivation thing. All you got to do is just say no. It's really hard because the mind, for me, the mind says... Oh, little Dennis is here. Oh, I can't see him now. The mind says, I'll just watch one more. And YouTube is set up in such a way that it's... It's just, it's like got a little carrot on its stick. So there's always something to watch. So this week I was going to do a fast... I did a fast last week and it was very weird. So I said to myself, I'm going to do another one this week. And I've been thinking, I don't need to do a fast from food. I need to do a fast from YouTube. So maybe that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I think for me, 
watching YouTube gets out of control. So I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to um Yeah I'm gonna do that. Oh no, I've got to walk through the muddy, sludgy, squidginess. Huh. Oh. They, um, what's been happening is, lately, one minute it's sunny, and the next minute it'll just hammer down with rain. So you end up with all these puddles everywhere. And like the roads have been getting flooded and everything. Alright, I'll tell you what I have got. I got a new Scribblings book by Dean Eagle. So I got it last week. And I'm actually going to record the video today. So it's either going to be going up... It'll either go up tomorrow which will be, means it's already on YouTube <laughs> by the time you listen to this podcast or will be going up next week I'm not sure yet but I can't wait for that because Dean Eagle is my favourite <laughs> If you ever hear me going da da da, that's my that means I'm nervous. I don't know why. I got this little thing where if I'm a bit sort of self-conscious, I do a little da da da. There's a tree stump here, and they've carved him into a little little head. Huh. He's got like his head. His hair is like um cress. You know when you used to make those little people at school with cress, egg cups or something? So I can't wait for that because Dean Eagle's my favourite and the Scribblings books are the best. Because all it is is it's a book full of, well, Scribblings, little sketches and stuff of Dean Eagle's characters. But he also said this one's got a little story in it with his character Mandy so I can't wait for that I've also got a load of new a bunch of new comics and graphic novels which is one of the topics I was going to talk about as well collecting comics I've definitely got an addiction to buying comics I'll tell you something there's something you can do which is if you buy bundles of comics and graphic novels, if you get them cheap enough, you can actually sell the ones you don't want and then keep the ones you do want and you can actually sell the ones you don't want and get your money back. So in other words, it's possible to collect comics and graphic novels and not have to pay for any of them. So even though you can have a massive collection of books you'll have got them all for free basically it just takes a bit of work and you've got to be able to buy them at really cheap prices but I can totally see how somebody could get addicted 
Hey, I can hear the rain coming. Can you hear the rain? I'm underneath these trees, like these Christmas tree type trees, and it's starting to rain. I love this. I love the sound of rain hitting surfaces. But the thing is, because what they do, the thing with comics is, what I'm starting to notice, because I've only just got into collecting comics and graphic novels, what they do is you get your comic, you then get the comic can have multiple covers. So if you watch me, Imagine FX magazines, you know how much I love the cover art. So what they do is these these comics, they actually come out with multiple different covers. So can you imagine how crazy it could be? Because you could get to a point where you've got five different versions of the same comic. Because you want to collect the covers. So not only are you collecting all the issues of a comic... You're also collecting the covers. So you can see how it starts to get a bit expensive. And then what they also do is they compile the issues into what they call trade paperbacks. Which is basically like a book, paperback book. So then you could end up wanting to collect that as well. And then they do another one, which is a hardcover. And then they do another one, which is like a big, massive collection. So if you were really into some, if you were really into something, you could end up with like a massive bundle of comics and loads of books. Yeah, it could get. Yeah, I can see how it could get mad. Squirrels. There's a squirrel running up a tree there. The thing is, I love collecting. I don't know why, there's something really addictive about collecting. And I've noticed there's two parts to it. One of it is, there's this thrill, like a treasure hunt. It's like you're trying to sort of find the gems. So you're trying to find an art book, no, a graphic novel, for cheap. Hey, little Robin there. He he jumped right in front of me, he did. Hello. Little spirit animal. Aw. Hello, little Robin. You can see him, but he's in um, shadow, so you can't really see him for me. Bouncing around now. He's hiding behind the tree. That's quite funny. Hello. I love Robins. Look, Dennis is waving at him. Hello. But what I have done is, in the local comic shop, you can get comics for 50p. 
So I've managed to pick, I've managed to find all four issues of a, a comic. So what I've got is I've got all four issues of the comic and I've also got the graphic novel, like the combination of the comics. So I'm actually going to do a video comparing because this will be my first ever complete collection of comics for like a series and it's called The Unknown and it's about this detective who basically looks into like the afterlife and stuff. It's a bit like, somebody said it's a bit like the TV show Fringe. It's a bit like that sort of thing. But what I'm going to do is, I'm interested, what would I prefer? Four comics or one book which has got all the comics in it? And the good thing about having the one book is it looks nice on your shelf. And because it's thicker, it looks a bit more expensive and stuff. It looks a bit more special, I suppose. But the negative is you only get one cover. Whereas if you've got the comics, you get four covers. So you're getting like... Because I almost feel like I could collect comics just for the cover art. Because that's what I do. When I go in the comic shop... I don't really know what I'm looking at, so I'm just buying comics based off of either the title, the characters on the cover, or the cover art. What I'm starting to notice is, you can't judge the comic by the cover art, because a lot of the cover arts are stylized versions of the characters and things. So just because the cover art looks cool, the, the the art inside the comic might actually be nothing like it. So sometimes it's a bit sort of disappointing when I pick up a comic and I think, oh, I can't wait for this. When I get home and look at the artwork, I don't resonate with the artwork as much. But I'm really enjoying this, collecting comics. And like I said, if you look in the right places, you can get them really cheap. That's one of my new hobbies at the minute. Now, coming up to a big puddle. Also, it's starting to rain now, so this is it's going to get quite exciting now. I think if it starts raining, I tell you what. If it do, if it doesn't have one of these massive downpours, that's going to be mental. Doggies playing in the water. <laughs> I love it when you can see the water hitting the surface of water. Can you hear those dogs splashing about in the thing? Huh. That's cool, that is. There's, a, there's something quite disappointing around here. One of the trees, one of the branches fell off the tree. Like, off the tree, basically, fell down. Hey. Yeah. Oh, I've done that thing again, see? I can't help it. It's very strange why I do that. Somebody told me that at work once. Oh, yeah, I've got to stay here. Because I want to... The water's... The rain's starting to get a bit stronger now. 
you can see it splashing on the um, surface. Here's another one eating shit food. What I've noticed about eating shit food, like chocolate biscuits and biscuits, what else? That's it really. It's it's more. See, I don't I don't even know if biscuits are bad for you or not. I think it's like if you eat loads of them, they are. And what I've noticed is with biscuits. I will never be able to eat enough biscuits to satisfy myself. And I think it's because biscuits don't actually do anything. You get this momentary... Hello! You get this momentary sort of... Um, that sound of the crow always reminds me of Resident Evil. I remember when Resident Evil, when you went outside the mansion, you could always hear the crows. Yeah, what I've noticed is if I eat a biscuit, you'll get like a five second, this is lovely, and then I want another one. And then I want another one. Whereas if I eat an apple, you've got like three minutes of this is beautiful, and you feel satisfied. So it's a bit weird that how that happens. So I'm trying to I'm trying to work out what's more what is more exciting? Is it that five seconds of eating a chocolate biscuit or the three minutes of eating an apple? Maybe it is alright to eat both. What I'm starting to realise is it's all about balancing stuff. Like watching YouTube at night, there's nothing wrong with doing that. But if you're sitting there for three hours when you should be going to sleep, that's a problem. Eating a, eating a biscuit, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're eating a whole pack of biscuits, in one sitting I feel like there's something that's a problem so what I'm thinking here is this is all about addictions which goes back to that mind game thing again yeah it is isn't it oh I'm just thinking about something as well I was looking at the roots of these trees because all the roots are out and they're creating like puddles where the water's been and it reminded me of being in town what happens is in town in the centre of town there's like a big long street that goes right through the centre of town from one end to the other and it's very wide it's like a pavement and in the middle of this big massive pavement 
there's like a load of benches and grass, trees. Basically, it's like you've got a load of nature in the centre of the shopping centre. And it's beautiful. There's always people sitting there eating, like lunch, or just sitting on the benches watching the world go by. There's loads of trees for the animals and stuff. And what they've done is, they've bas- they're basically knocking it all down. So they're going to knock down all these trees, all the grass, and they're replacing it all with concrete. And instead of there being loads of trees, like in the grass, you're going to have one little tree here and there, surrounded by concrete. It's absolutely, it's, it's, the, it's the most saddest thing I've ever seen, really. Because I'm, when I'm thinking about all the animals that are going to lose their houses, secondly, it doesn't look very attractive. Concrete. I've much, <laughs> Hello. 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 <laughs> I'd much rather have trees and grass than concrete. And what happened the other day was there was like a marching band going right through the city centre doing like a protest about these trees. And what they did was they put these ribbons around all the trees with little signs saying don't drop me down and stuff like that but I thought to myself who's actually why do you like why does why do why do I not get a say in those trees getting chopped down I'm sure if they asked everybody would you rather grassy areas with trees or concrete I'm sure everyone would say grass the problem is what's going to happen is we'll end up with no nature anywhere it'll all be concrete I said to my mum I feel like we're not far away from them starting to plant fake trees (laughs) like plastic trees everywhere you know like they look real but they're actually fake trees There's a little baby tree over there, covered in mesh, like they're growing it. The thing with trees is you can feel that they're alive. <laughs> so they're actually, in a weird way, they're actually killing creatures, knocking down all those trees. But I guess in a strange way, what it does do is it makes places like this, like these parks, it makes these places even more special, I suppose. I just think, imagine if the world was actually... Imagine if they had never created concrete. That would have been brilliant. I'd love it if the world I'd love to see what the world looked like thousands of years ago 
it would have all been grass. The buildings would have actually been part of the land. Instead of taking over the concrete, the buildings would have like looked like part of the nature. Like little tree houses and things. That would be amazing. So I feel like I know I'm at, I'm out of balance with watching YouTube videos, eating shit foods and stuff. I feel like you could say society is out of balance with nature. That's why they're chopping everything down. Because they don't realise how important it is. Hey, there's a little um, bush here. I could go in here. I like doing things like this. You've got these bushes. You can sort of creep inside. Ha! <laughs> yeah, it's like little magical... Um, Oh, it's all wet. Well, I'm still going to go in here. What happens is, yay, I'm inside. I'm inside of the bushes now. It's quite cool, isn't it? See, this is what I want. I want the world covered in, covered in um, nature. That'd be brilliant. That's fun, right? Dun, dun, dun. It's beautiful, isn't it? I love it when it's raining and sunny at the same time. Because, like, you get all the shininess of things. Huh. I just realised I'm walking around with little Dennis. It's quite funny. All that's left is this week's inspirational quote. I wanted to talk about a book. I've got this book called Habit Busting by Pete Pete Cohen. Habit Busting by Pete Cohen. Dun dun dun. And what I love about this book is the book's got really thick margins. And in the margins there are loads of quotes from people. And I've always loved books like that. I've got an art book like that. Where you'll go, as you're going through it, the margin has these quotes from artists. I find that really in inspiring. And it's amazing how many times you'll read one of those quotes, like randomly, and it's exactly what you needed to hear. I'm going to walk in the fields. It's so um, squidgy around here. So the good thing about that book is you can like turn it to any page and you're going to get some quote, inspirational quote thing. And what I've got here, oh it's going to be too windy up here isn't it? The one I've got here was from Albert Einstein. This quote is brilliant. In the middle of difficulty lies opportunity. How cool is that? It goes into that thing again about how something isn't really negative. Like, 
I'm talking about this thing about eating these biscuits and stuff. It's just extremes. You have to keep you have to go to extremes to find the balance point. It's a bit like Formula One drivers when they go racing around a new racetrack. The way they learn it is they start out slow, so they're going way too slow around the corner, and they'll keep going faster and faster until they crash or spin. So at that point they've they've hit the limit. So they've hit the limit one way, which is too fast. There's a limit where it's too slow, and you find a sweet spot in the centre. So for me, that's what's happening here. It's like everything that's happening, all that's happening really is you're just in the process of trying to find the sweet spot of everything. So I feel like that's what Albert Einstein's talking about. He basically, I think, had recognised, like, something's only negative if you say it is. So this week's inspirational quote, I do hope you enjoyed this episode. I feel like this one was even more brain dumpy than normal. I can hear a frog. Sounds like a frog around here. Ribbit. Reminds me of my mum. My mum has this habit of burping really loudly and it sounds less like a frog. Rabbit. I wonder if you can hear that frog sound. Listen. I know, as soon as I start talking, I knew it. It's like he's waiting for me to talk. I feel like there's a frog in the tree. Ha! That sounds a bit weird. Sounds like there's a frog up there. There's doggy there. There's doggy seen something. Going after school. Dun dun dun. You're right. I wonder if those dogs have ever caught a squirrel. You always see them running after squirrels. Uh, the squirrel always gets away, and I wonder whether the squirrel enjoys it. Do you think it's like a little game? The squirrel enjoys the thrill of this big dog running after it. That's what I'm thinking. Pilgrim Pete. There's graffiti here from. Um, Pilgrim Pete, he's like the football Plymouth Argyle's mascot. I do like graffiti. It's quite cool, it is. I just wonder how long it takes them to do that. I love the sound of um, cars on a wet surface. 
I think I've said that before on podcasts. It's like you can hear all the um, gravel and stuff. That is a good thing about it when it's raining. You get some beautiful sounds. So this week's inspirational quote In the middle of difficulty lies opportunity. Albert Einstein walking home and I realised I didn't talk about the TV show 1899 so I haven't watched it yet but there's this new TV show that's just come out on Netflix called 1899 and it's by the people who made the TV show Dark so I did a podcast about a month ago talking about this TV show called Dark and it was one of the best series I've ever watched it was one of the best things I've ever seen about time travel it was absolutely brilliant and it really sort of messed with your head and it had fantastic characters that you fell in love with and stuff so what I'm thinking and one of the characters in that TV show Dark he's actually in this new one, 1899. It's the bloke who was the like the time traveller. He reminded me a bit of Solid Snake. He was he's a really cool actor. A little bit looks like Jesus as well. What I, what the Bible portrays Jesus is looking like. So I'm so happy eating it. And what what the premise of it is is there's it's 1899. There's a load of people on a big ship out at sea, almost like the Titanic, and they're all sort of having having fun and everything. And then suddenly, I think this is what I think happens: they bump into another ship, and that's just, and like basically weird stuff starts happening. So in my head, because on Netflix it's got it says mind bending. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm wondering whether this ship that they're going to bump into is actually like full of spirits. Like maybe it's, maybe it's them. On maybe it's going to be. I think it might be something like they've 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 all died or something. And this ghost ship, this well, that's it. It's a ghost ship. That's what I'm thinking. Or it's like a ship full of demons or something, and it's going to try and take over their bodies. Like doppelgangers or something. So I, I can't wait to watch that. There's eight episodes. And it starts today, which is Thursday. So by the time you're listening to this... That's it. By the time you're listening to this podcast, it'll actually be up on Netflix. And because I'm on holiday... I might actually treat myself to watching the whole thing in one sitting. Why? 
behind me, that's a bit loud, isn't it? Which is quite funny, because I've just said about balancing out watching Netflix and stuff, and now I'm going to go and watch... But this one feels a bit different. I feel like the thing with something like that is, there's an, because you know it's eight episodes, there's an actual end point to it. Whereas when you're, if you're sat on YouTube watching videos after videos, because there's no actual end point, you could just be there forever. Whereas if you're watching a TV series, because it actually ends, you at least know, right, this is eight hours or something. I'm on the main road now, so it's very noisy. So I'm going to go. If you do watch 1899, let me know what you think. And if it's really, really good, I might actually do another podcast, like next week or something, talking about it. Because I know it seems like it's nothing to do with art and spiritual things, but that dark, for instance had such cool characters in it that in my head when you're creating your own stories and stuff you can get ideas for characters basically so it's like you're getting you can get ideas for characters by watching tv shows you can get ideas for stories and also if the story is about something like time travel and stuff it gets your head it gets your head thinking about it so it can actually become it can actually become in a strange way you can sit there for 10 hours watch listening to say a monk talking about time travel or something or talking about spiritual stuff you watch a tv show talking about time travel and it's that that actually connects with you and allows you to understand something in other words, you can watch a TV show and have a and have a greater connection to God or the universe than Can you hear that power? That's what I'm saying. Somebody just farted then. <laughs> Did you hear that? Somebody just farted and I caught it on camera. And what happened was, when I looked around to see who it was, she was actually, she turned around and looked at me as if to say, I hope you didn't... Did you hear that? <laughs> it was quite funny, that. I really hope you heard that fart. Because it's quite a loud one. I've never been down this road before. I've talked about that before in podcasts as well. You live somewhere for hundreds... Well... You live somewhere for 20 years or something and there's a road right round the corner you've never walked down. That's weird to me, that is. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, this is another thing. This is what I'm saying about... You could sit there for 10 hours watching YouTube feeling like you're wasting something wasting your life or something but that experience causes you to actually 
evolve. So a bit like what Einstein was saying, basically everything is an opportunity, that's the thing. So this is why it makes me wonder whether there is, there is no need to be concerned about eating biscuits. Because maybe it's just part of the way you're going to learn something. Maybe you need to eat all those biscuits to get bad teeth. Have one of your teeth falls out, which gives you an even better lesson. And it's like, in the future, you'd be like, oh, I sort of, if I could go back in time, in a way I wouldn't eat those biscuits, but in a way I would, because I've learnt so much from it. That's what I'm thinking. So I'm going to go home now, edit this podcast together, and then I'm going to watch, well I'm going to do the Scribblings video. Scribblings 8 by Dean Eagle and then I'm going to go and watch this 1899 there's another graveyard there I wonder if that's the same one yeah it must be I've basically double backed on myself into a grave into the into the the graveyard I'm that's quite interesting. Actually, I'm going to go over there and end, end it at the graveyard. So I think it would be quite cool to end the podcast where I started it, but looking at it from a different angle. Because that's basically what I was talking about. That's basically what I was talking about at the start of the episode. When you see things from different angles, you learn stuff. Which is what it's all about, isn't it? It's all about your perspective of things changes from the way you look at it. Like, you look at this graveyard, it's basically just rows and rows of graves. Like dead bodies. It's quite strange, really, to think you're going to be there one day. I wonder if there's like spirits in there. There's a bike down there. Somebody's dumped their bike. Yeah, you can look at you can look at a graveyard from one angle, and it looks like negative. Look at it another way, it's beautiful. Because it's a collection of souls.